Hello guys and welcome to the latest MSC Performance Podcast episode. This is season three, episode two with me, Mark Coulson and Sonia Klikova. Hello, Sonia. Hi, Mark. Hi, everyone. Nice being back. Excellent stuff. We're uh, excited to uh, excited to deliver this podcast. It's a bit of a follow-up, uh, almost a part two, if you like, from our um, episode one of this new season where we talked about... Um, training around injuries and training around stressful external factors um how kind of life gets in the way whether that's an injury or whether that's a busy period at work or stress outside of uh, outside of the gym and how what we don't want to do is kind of just completely give up training but we want to keep at least a minimum dose of volume and intensity to maintain your maintain your uh, your strength gains and your performance gains. This is going to be um, almost part two of that, where we're going to look at the kind of psychological aspects of that. Um, now, I'll say straight away, I'm I'm not a trained psychologist, um, so this is just literally going to be like our opinions and our experiences of like having had external stress factors and injuries. Um, and training around those so just to just to kind of know that really it's kind of our you know our, our, our opinions um so for anyone who's uh, watching this on youtube you can see my arms in a sling uh, which is quite ironic um based on the uh, the first podcast that we did uh, a couple of weeks ago so uh, obviously it was kind of based around how to train around injuries and then i went and got injured a few days later um so quite ironic timing and it's almost like you wanted to test it yeah exactly so I've got, exactly so i'm putting it to the to the yeah. test now this is the true uh yeah we're going to it in a bit more detail later but i had a sort of few days of having a bit of a piss and a moan and then you know sort of feel right i've got to practice what i preach here and uh be positive and crack on so we talked about like um training kind of methods and dosages last time and as i say this is more of a psychological considerations um for training around injuries slash external factors so we're really looking forward to getting stuck into uh to this podcast um but before 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 we crack on with that um our coach uh, Luke Rogers has been competing in the IPF World Championships today uh, over in uh, over in Sweden. So we just wanted to give him a shout out, and we've literally just watched the the last deadlift uh, attempt. So we just want to say a massive well done uh, to Luke on his performance. Um, there's no one I know who trains as hard and as consistently as Luke. To be fair. And um, you know we're all really proud of him for achieving a big lifetime goal of his to get to to get to the world champ. So very well, much. Well done, mate. It was a um, really nice experience watching it. Um, get it, we couldn't go. Um, Someone's got to hold the fort. I mate, know. Others are out but, gallivanting around the world. Nah, really, we are really proud of you, Luke. So well done. Uh, we can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to a good, uh, good catch up. Um, so yeah, big shout out to him, and also you know a few uh, loyal, loyal squad members uh, went out there to to, to support, support him as well, which is uh, which is which is, which is yeah. mega to be fair. So uh, yeah, really really cool. So uh, yeah, so before we kind of crack on with the main part of the podcast, probably good to give you guys an update as it's been a couple of weeks just as to what's uh, going on at uh, MSC. Yeah. So. You're either, um sure so obviously i'm back to work so everyone's happy <laughs> i'm happy no i'm really really buzzing to be back it's been nice to have a break and see how everyone's improved and kept working hard medcon's been super super popular i think um yeah. we kind of created like a nice 
um, community around like like post post summer like people tracking on um, despite being a bit darker these mornings um, but I think like the vibe kind of remains which I'm really enjoying um, honestly like the Metcon is that's it's like it's it's, yeah it, like I can't believe what's happening there sometimes on those mornings like one wouldn't believe yeah so everyone's grasping hard um, which I really appreciate and enjoy and hopefully we're gonna have a strong winter um then a barbell even i think even better like nice progression through um through the plan so we i think entered like fourth music cycle so we are now pushing the intensity a little bit more um which obviously we have split nicely between the kind of new members or someone who's been away you know catching up on holidays people been away uh, but everyone's doing really well. I'm really pleased with um, how it's kind of working in terms of feedback and satisfaction with everyone. Um, I think the Metcon games um, was a good chat as well. People kind of enjoyed the fact that it was a bit strong, strongman based. So um, loads yeah. of people from Barbell utilized that. Um, so I think in terms of like membership and this, MS is thriving. I think, um, yeah, <clears throat> had a lot of chat already about when the next Metcon Games mm, is. That so, was a um, big event. You yeah. know, people who missed out on it as well and the buzzing to like to get involved and like that that event's only going to get better and better. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, the first one was amazing, and then like the second one was like probably a big improvement on that, wasn't it? In terms of like, you know, obviously a bit more used to running it, people getting involved. So it's becoming like a bit of a bit of a bit thing. Of a thing. It's gonna, um, it's gonna yeah. take over it's gonna take over the CrossFit <laughs> games, I reckon. And I think we can maybe uh mention that we possibly gonna have that like Christmas lift off, something like that, uh, near December. So yeah. that's something what our members, all of them can uh, be excited for. Definitely, yeah. We're gonna have a big um like we're gonna have a big Metcon as well on the on Halloween. It won't be the Metcon games, but like it's gonna be a big sort of fancy dress Metcon. Um getting outfits as we speak so you guys need and, two uh, outfits basically one get, for the medical one for the night please get your outfits ready yeah um and then, uh, yeah christmas yeah looking at potentially not confirmed but looking at uh, potentially a bit of a deadlift um sort of comp um so yeah exciting things to come at msc and good to see like say the metcons thriving the um the barbell club guys now coming into their third block of the uh the current okay. measles so um, you know, coming into more of an intensification phase now, which is really, really, uh, really exciting. Uh, as we start to load up a little bit more weight and people start to see the benefits of having that first two, you know, blocks of good structured discipline training, like not overreaching, just building the blocks, building, you know, build, building volume gradually, building intensity gradually. And now we can start to see already on week one, just like the benefits of that with, you know, this week we've, you know, been working up to uh, a moderate, but like moderate to heavy triples yeah. and then a couple of back offsets, but already with those triples, like, you know, I mean, we've had a couple of guys like, you know, close to one rep max I know, already really, with triples. Really I think one yes. or two even over that. Just with like eight weeks of like good consistency um, with their with their training. So, you know, it's been, been awesome to see. Um, so, like, just kind of recapping on the last podcast briefly, um, obviously gave you a bit of chat in the intro, but it is worth, if you haven't listened to that or watched that, it is probably worth a, a listen um, to, you know, get a real good understanding of, you know, what, what, what we talk about a lot in training is, like, you know, men, mentioned Luke earlier, and the main thing 
Yeah, so we always talk about uh, consistency um, with your with your training being like the the absolute major key. Um, just you know, having a sustainable training program, being consistent with it. Um, now, with you know, with with life, you know, most of us aren't full time full time uh, athletes. So we have jobs, we have external stresses, we might have injuries and niggles, and it's basically really, really important to try and train around those um you know so for example if it is an injury like in my example at the moment it's a broken arm it's not ideal but what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to do some leg press work i'm trying to do some belt squat i'm trying to get on the watt bike and do a little bit on that as well and by doing that i'm just maintaining the minimal dose that i can get away with to you know at least maintain my strength standards so that when i come back from this injury I'm not in a chance of re-injuring like, you know, uh, maybe a lower body part, or I can at least come back at, you know, the same kind of strength and power that I was at before. So I can go straight back into like top performance. Whereas, you know, if I do this and I have like two months off of doing anything, not only have I not rehabbed the the injury and got it moving and, and helped it, but I've also lost strength, you know, through, through the lower body. I've lost strength in the upper body if I'm not using the other arm. Um, I've lost like an aerobic base of fitness. I've lost power. So all of a sudden, not only have you had like a couple of months out, but the, you you know you've then you're then going to need a couple of months on top of that to actually get back to to full full strength. So it's really really important that you uh, you do that. So in the last podcast, we kind of talked a lot about the physiological aspects of that and the importance of maintaining and say a minimum dose. So whether that's an injury, whether that's a busy period at work, like we train a lot of guys here that are CEOs of companies or they're in high, high level, you know, corporate positions. And they are, you know, realistically, you know, they might have, you know, three kids at home as well. And they've got that, they've got like a high stress job. And realistically, there might be times where they can't come into the gym four times a week. But that's okay. That's life. And we need to work around that. And what we'd rather have is like, rather than going absolutely flat out and then dropping off completely and then trying to go flat out, drop off completely in those busy periods, like we said, you know, like I said a couple of weeks ago in the last podcast, if you could at least like even two half an hour sessions a week of hitting a certain amount of volume on what you can is going to maintain you through that period. So if you've got like a high stress period, then at least with a minimum dose of training, you can maintain those strength levels. And then when your work period or work life drops off a little bit and you have a time to cash in and use more, more time in the gym, then you can push a little bit more. So it's just so important to keep something going rather than, uh, rather than nothing at all. So we talked about the physiological aspects of that. And today, as mentioned, it's going to be a little bit more on the, on the psychological uh, aspects. Um, so like, you know, starting off with, starting off with injuries, um, you know, I think like there's a big psychological impact with that. And, you know, especially if you're passionate about training or you're passionate about competitive sport, like, you know, it's a huge psychological strain. Um, and I think like when you have that injury initially, there is immense like disappointment whether that is like you know a fairly serious injury that I've you know had uh, at the you know last weekend or whether that's just a niggle in your shoulder that stops you being able to bench press in the gym and like pisses you off and you know sort of gets you really really down I think like 
it's important to just allow that initial disappointment. And again, I'm just speaking from experience and giving my opinions, but, you know, it is like, you know, it, it's a bad thing, especially if you're, like I said, if you're competitive and sport and exercise is a big part of your life, it can be like quite depressing at first. I know like, you know, people will say, well, you know, people are worse off. Oh, you're only missing a few games of rugby or you're missing a few, you're missing a powerlifting meet or you can't train, you know, you can't bench press for a few weeks or whatever. But for like some people, it's a big part of their lives. And for me personally, like, you know, rugby is a big, like big part of my life and training is a big part of my life and coaching able-bodied if you like is a big part of my life so like when I get an injury like this it's a massive hit um and I think it's like you know it's okay to have that initial disappointment and just have that allow yourself that grieving I don't know if grieving's the right word but like that grieving process of like just being a bit shit for a couple of days I think like you kind of don't realize it the first couple of days and then you only, I think, you're only reflecting on that state when you were, at, where, which you were at as well. Because yeah. when I met you after that, it wasn't also just like this mindset just yet. Like you needed that couple of days. Yeah, it's maybe kind a of bit like, denial. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. so now, it, it obviously takes time. So what you're saying is probably also like a reflection on. Yeah, you had to go to that point when you were like accepting it yeah so yeah like just maybe it doesn't sound like oh well you know no number one when i get injured like it's okay like you're not gonna think this way when that happens yeah for sure so probably like settle things down and have a little thing it's yeah. frustrating but like looking back and day by day getting better and better definitely definitely i think like with um <laughs> if it's a serious injury as well like a really important thing is to have a good support network um so like yeah for like for me i was pretty like pretty overwhelmed with you know the support i had uh from from the club you know loads of messages from from the lads which was nice um loads and loads of support and from here obviously with yourself and you know the guys here like you know that's a that's a nice thing like you know and i think important to have that that network around you that you know can uh you know can support you through it because i think like you know people who don't know you as well or like i would say who don't understand that context yeah don't understand yeah. that context like yeah like it was a yeah a guy I bumped into yesterday and it's like you know it's like oh, well, oh God, what? you know why are you playing rugby why like why are you playing rugby then like why well, you yeah, know you and, and why like you know and like oh you know oh, it's not that bad sort of thing and it's like yeah, he doesn't like he yeah. clearly doesn't understand like what you know what it what it means to you. Like if you're someone who doesn't like train regularly or is not competitive or anything like that, or and he's never had like probably a serious injury, he doesn't like really understand. I literally but... saw it straight away, like from my point of view, like yeah. I understood. And then when you came to work on Monday, like Luke's reaction was literally the same. It's like it's not good. Yeah, and there's nothing yeah, good yeah, about yeah. it at that moment exactly like yeah. it's just different i i just literally realized how we like uh, react to that and then some other people like outside this like gym sports mm. so i think like having that environment um was definitely a good help yeah. for you like as you said club like you you boys all know that how bad it is 
we've all had an injury at some point like so i think you you, with you know and that support work if you've got guys that are like like like-minded exactly that's what i mean yeah yeah. you know because like we like in rugby it's a brutal atmosphere like where we all take the piss out of each other like constantly um and like here's very similar to that actually yeah uh, we all give each other loads of shit and it's like it's great it's character building and, and whatnot but like i think when the chips are really down like like yeah. there is that support and i knew like people took it seriously and were like supporting me when i'm getting messages off the rugby lads that like are not offensive for once <laughs> they're actually like good yeah. supportive messages because yeah. you know and same from here as well like you said like you know me and luke like rip each other constantly like it's just the, the way we are and like when he came in and saw like arm in a sling he was like fuck because he's he, you know um he might have had an injury quite like this but like he's had injuries before and he's put him back and i know his lead up to the 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 world champs hasn't been easy because he's had injuries and like guys at rugby like most rugby players have had like one serious injury so you can't take the piss mm-hmm. like because you know what that person's going through in that initial stages. Um, now, like, you know, I'll go back to training tonight, like, to see the lads and stuff, and, like, there'll be support. And then, like, you know, a week or two in, when they know, like, you're feeling better about things, then they'll start to take the piss, and, you know, you go back to normal yeah. normal service resumes. But, um, yeah, so I think, like, just having that um, support network's important. I think I probably... Um, appreciate that even more now i think like when i first did the injury like i didn't even want people to know like i didn't even tell you guys i just came in i came in on the monday like because i was just like oh i don't want any support i don't want to tell anyone i want to do everything myself um and i think like it's important to let people in because obviously it's a mixture of anger like frustration why did that happen why me what did i do wrong like yeah you you question yeah. why but obviously it's been done so it takes a while to accept yeah. it especially with like an injury like this you can do all the snc in the world and like if you, if you pull a hamstring a soft tissue injury like it's preventable like 99 percent of the time it's preventable like with good training but like someone tackling you with their head into your forearm at a certain point where like you're running in uh, 105 kilos they're probably roughly the same weight running in it's a high force high collision and with a bone like that it's just bad luck and like that kind of adds to the frustration because mm. it's like you make yourself like bulletproof In or gym, you yeah. you know as bulletproof as you as you can and then like you get a bit of bad luck and you are sort of thinking why like why me why has this happened to me um but then i suppose this leads into the next point of like you know having perspective um, and that's probably the next part, um, you know, of the of the phase, kind of linked in with what I want to talk about, which is like macro and micro goals. Uh, so, like, once you have that like initial disappointment, like I was probably a bit in. No, I wasn't. It was it was initial disappointment, and I had the op, and then I was like out for a couple of days, and you wake up and like just gradually start like you know, even a week and a bit after the operation now, I'm still pissed off about it. Like, I still have my moments where I'm, like, angry about it. But more and more, I'm just, like, calm with it and okay with it and, like, gaining perspective. 
And I think that's important as the next stage. So once you've had that, like, you've had a piss and a moan and you're annoyed with what's been going on, you've had the support from people, you know, you've let yourself be down about it. And then on the way back up, it's like, okay, perspective. And as I say, I think, like, that kind of leads into, like, the goal setting. So, like, obviously the first thing I ask in the hospital is, like, right, when can I play again? Like, when, when can I be back? And the initial doctors said, like, you know, it could be 12 weeks, could be longer. You know, Dr. Sinsa said it should be a lot shorter, which is good. But, like, you get that and it's, like, disappointment. And then you start picturing your your goals and stuff. And that can help you be keep perspective. So, like, if it's six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever, you can at least then you've got, like, that macro goal of, like, right, I want to be back playing in six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks, whatever it is. And then in the micro, you start to, like, what can I do today? What can I do tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. I'll come back to that in a minute. But like, I think like going back to the perspective thing, like, so that can give you a bit of perspective and that like, okay, six weeks isn't that long. It's shit. Like you'd rather be, be playing, but you start thinking about like, it's a long season. It's a long life. Like there's plenty of time to, to come back from this. You start thinking about like, Christ, if I'd done my ACL, like that could be nine months, 12 months, and that really could be game over for an old boy like me, you know? So, like, it's you, you start to look at a uh, perspective like that. And, you know, I think, like, you know, like for, for, for anyone, like, you know, life, life is tough. Like, life's tough for, you know, for every, everyone has the difficulties and, like, hard periods. And obviously, like, some people have tougher lives than others. And there's a hell of a lot of people that have a tougher life than I do. But you still have your, you still have your issues, still have your problems. But then, like, it is about perspective. Like, you, you know, you draw inspiration from people who have had harder things than a broken arm. Like, mm. you know, I always look at guys like in the military who like have maybe lost like mm. lost a limb or like, you know, had like worse psychological, you know, um, uh, battles like with losing friends or whatever it is. And like, you know, that, you know, disease and like all these kind of things. It's like not to get too depressing on the podcast, I but like, think, yeah, is, there's some, there's some, there's I some bad shit out there that happens. Good route to go. But then you also then, always or at least myself I always come back to that that yes I know bad things are happening but you are in the, your bubble and whatever happened to you it's just like it's just you and it really matters so like yeah, yeah I know that bad things are happening and you know people have worse things but like at that stage I think it's really hard to overcome the fact that like shit this happened to me yeah yeah um so it takes time to kind of plan okay what's going to come next um and you just start chipping in i think day by day yeah and then you're looking yeah. at the bigger picture like even yourself obviously because it's like um still fresh thing right yeah so first couple of days like it was just doing busy and now like i think remember saying yesterday you came up like with a proper plan uh yeah. in terms of training so yeah definitely i think like 100 could agree more like i think with the perspective thing like yeah i say it is like there is worse things but for you it's it is hard, really shit so like it is a gradual thing like you're not going to just wake up on the on, on the second morning after an operation or like something like that and be like right yeah do you know what perspective like no, it's not that bad yeah. people have got worse etc etc it is very much a gradual thing where like you start to think oh, okay six weeks not too bad and then like the next day you're thinking 
yeah, do you know what? Like, people have got it worse. Like, this is what I can do. You start thinking, like, anyone who knows me, like, I mean, you know, apologies of the last 10 minutes has been, like, a bit depressing, but, like, anyone who knows me, like, I'm a, like, I think a very positive person, like, always, and, like, I'm always preaching, like, to look at the positive in things. And, like, I've said to people before, when they've had an injury, when they've had a niggle, look at it as an opportunity to work on other areas, um so like okay you'd rather not be injured but like if you have got that niggle in the shoulder like what can we do like around that we could put more volume into the legs we could potentially do more aerobic work we could develop other physical capacities around that now in my situation obviously i'd rather be playing rugby and be fully fit um but what can i do like what are the what you know what are the um benefits or the wins from like being in this situation and okay i've got no games now for a few weeks so like i can put some more volume through my legs um i can work on like you know good variation in, in my lower body training um i can still maintain some upper body like type stuff with my other arm um i can get on the watt bike and i can really hit that hard for the next six weeks like i can have you know three sessions a week on the watt bike i can have like a long like you know steady state aerobic session i can have like a higher intensity session i can have a power base like repeat session so it's not perfect but like that's a little bit of perspective of like right what can i do like not what can't i do um rather than like shutting yourself down and you know just yeah saying how everything's bad because that's not going to help you yeah exactly um, yeah which obviously you do realize as you're going through that process like feelings um because obviously i know myself that there was time when i didn't even want to come into a gym how everyone's else training around you and you can't and you can't do your thing um but like you're clever enough and like if you train and you know you you just need to basically come up with that state that like okay i know what to do now i think that like that was what worked for me that like when you put plan in place and you have some sort of goal, uh, which let's say you see, you said you have maybe six to 12 weeks, hopefully six, but at, that's at least some sort of time frame. Whereas yeah. like with my back, I didn't feel like I have an end goal. It was like you go week by week and you see how it goes. Yeah, and then there yeah. are weeks when you coming back to feeling bad again. Let's say you might have, you know, one week you feel really good and then you feel again a bit like, okay, it didn't work out because obviously it's trial and error with the training. Yeah. So yeah, the frustration is coming in and out. Um, it's not just one smooth way or it's not linear yeah. basically. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's the, the biggest one is the network, like the understanding uh, of the issue you have. Yeah and that someone can relate and gives you that supportive chat that like, you know, everyone who trains gets injured, this happens, you know what to do, you'll work around. It's just, it's it's good to hear. It doesn't help at the first, at first sometimes, but I think like overall looking back and repeating this in your head, this actually really helped me. Yeah. That like, you may, people around you make you feel like, don't worry, you're not on your own. Do you know? Yeah. They're like, everyone wants you to get better. Um, so I think it's better actually to talk about your issues sometimes, that injury-wise, rather than just being, you know, le- like skipping gym, ignoring people. Sure. You might go through a stage when you literally don't want to talk about it. 
I don't, you know, you don't want to show up. You know, you said no banter, like it was <laughs> off the table. Um, and it's fine, we accepted it. But then, like, you know, the things I said to you as well, um, like, you know, we don't cry over the spilled milk. And I know it's not something you want to hear at that point, but, you know, it probably stayed in your head. And I don't know, I just remember like chatting to you, chatting to Luke, like obviously using Max, like these little things really, really help. And that's all that psychological aspect that like we actually talk about the problems and we find solutions rather than just stating that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think like our mindset is really, really different to maybe people outside sports and gym, like if they're yeah. not that much into it. Because like for you, it's literally like, as you said about the games, what's next? Do I have time afterwards? Like, is there enough games I can still play? Yeah. Whereas like, I can imagine that if this or something happens to someone who is not damaging to gym, they probably can just quit because yeah. they get so frustrated. But then I think it's even worse because then you always start from like zero because like you probably don't have such a big sports background or like strength background. So for us, we maintain the strength as yeah. much as we can. But if you don't actually have it, you can quite quickly lose it. And then you always start from that point that like, oh my God, this again, and I'm building again. Like, you know, when we do a couple of weeks training, we probably really close to our numbers um, and where we were. Mm. But like, I think someone who hasn't built that level is always starting from the scratch. And I think that's gets into people headed like it's frustration with training. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So like, it's really hard when someone is not that into it. Yeah. And have different goals. Yeah. Um, but we all can probably agree on that frustration. Um, and I think I just want to say that, like, we also have it, but I think we fight it and we always come back. Yeah, I think, like, um, build, like growing up playing sports and, like, being competitive and stuff does build a lot of character and a lot yeah, of mental said, strength. Yeah. Like I say, like, you'll get, like, you know, some people will turn up to, to the gym and, like, you know, like, yeah, I've not trained for 18 years since I, like, you know, um, did my knee in or, or you know twisting my ankle I haven't trained mm. for 18 years and it's like you know kind of feel a bit sorry for those kind of people that they don't they don't have that mentality of like right I've got to like push through I've got to work around it we're not saying like do loads of stuff on your injury to to hurt it but like you say having that mentality of like right when can I get back like what can I do in the meantime to get get, get back to it so like you know my goal now and it's like you say no point crying over spill, spill milk after a few days like allow yourself that that process but it's like it's done like yeah. it's done the injury's there so like it's done so you know yeah life's tough life's not perfect like we like we, we're humans and like we're not like we are vulnerable like we're not we're day. not invulnerable and like you know you can sit there and say why aren't we and it's like well that's just life and also like if we were completely in, invulnerable like life would be pretty boring i guess mm. if like everyone had no vulnerabilities We'd have no character, we'd have no flaws, like we'd all be perfect. And yeah. it'd just be like it'd be a bit of a weird, weird kind of world, really. Um it's like uh yeah, it's like Superman I find like oh. a bit boring sometimes because <laughs> he's like he's too good. He's got the crypt they obviously like with Superman, like they used to like there wasn't when they first wrote the story, there wasn't kryptonite or anything. Mm-hmm. So like he was literally unstoppable, like mm. he moved planets, he could do everything, and like it was kind of like 
it wasn't this is what i've read like you know back like years and years and years ago like he wasn't like nobody liked the character because he had no flaws and he had no like vulnerabilities so they developed like the kryptonite thing to make him a bit vulnerable but he's still too good in my opinion whereas like you know someone like spider-man or batman have got like more vulnerability so i prefer them don't know why i'm talking about superheroes but like um, um, like yeah i was just saying like that's that's uh that's why in my opinion like we're not perfect like creatures where they have injuries and setbacks but like yeah, you know, say after that initial disappointment, because sport network is done, it's done. Get your get your positive head on. Like, what can I do? What can I do to get back? What can I do in the meantime? Can I come? You know, can I come back in better aerobic condition than I was Literally, before? And for me, I think I can because yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all of a sudden okay. I'm not playing rugby, but like, I'm going to replace that with what bike stuff. Probably in like another week or two, I can probably run like no problem so i'll be down the club like a couple of times a week i'll be in here and all of a sudden i might be doing like four running sessions a week which i would never normally do so i might actually be able to come back fitter mm-hmm. than i was before um because when i start training again obviously i'm not going to be able to do like contact stuff initially so i'm going to be like on the side doing my own bits of training with like the ssc coach or whatever but like i can do you know I can do more running so I might even come back with like one of my goals could be right I want to come back with a slightly better VO2 max than when I when I got injured or I want to I want to come back you know with an like you know an inch more mass on my on my on my on my legs you know that might be you know that might be a goal for me okay. uh, so like add, you know adding an, adding an inch to you know my, my legs or whatever like a bit more muscle mass that could be that could be another goal and then also like just training as much as i can around it so that as i said like when the bones fully healed like i'm ready i'm ready to go and like i'm not making a bad situation worse like shit happens like get on with it put a positive spin and on you it. know this already like you're looking yeah. at the brighter side like you're looking at what you can do and that's like you you basically making yeah. yourself feel better about it because I'm, as bad yeah. as it is not just with like the injury but like like you know again not to get too like you know into too much in psychology but like you know if, if you allow it mm-hmm. like life can suck really like mm-hmm. it can be fucking hard like if you if you if you allow it i do think like you know and obviously like you know people have like serious mental health issues like we all have like some you know issues to an extent but like i also think there's a lot of like you know things that we can do a mindset that we can we can apply and like just put in a positive um positive spin on things and it's like okay that's a shit thing that's happened but like I can I can make that worse and worse and worse and worse by how I react with, to that. With the attitude, yeah. With the attitude. So it's like, right, okay, like I said, you have your moan for a few days and it's like, right, what can I do to make this better? And there's no point going from here and like coming down, down, down. It's like, right, let's push on, let's do do what I can. Like I said, there's people, you know, I mean, this is only a broken arm. Like let's let's be honest, like, you know, people have got it a lot worse. And you know, there's one one guy I follow on Instagram, uh, Mark. Uh, I can't remember his surname actually, but like former military guy, and he's had like, you know, his triple amputee, and it's like, fuck me, like, how do you come yeah, back yeah. from that? Like, you know, former marine, and it's like, and you you watch it on Instagram, and it's like, don't ask me how, but like, the man's deadlifting, he's carrying, he's you know, he's doing like so much in the gym, and his his attitude is like, what can I do? It's not like, 
not what can't I do? It's like, what can I do? And like, you know, you, you sort of look, you know, I'm sat there with a broken arm and like having a, having a moan, I'm looking at this guy and he's like fucking doing all sorts of stuff in the gym, like endurance events, he's strong, like, you know, he's, like, he's made himself like millions of pounds through like motivational speaking and stuff like that. And he's very much like, right, this has happened. Like what, 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 can, what can I do? Um, this is something that in six to eight weeks will be better. Yeah. So like, you know, pick yourself up, be positive and um, we go again. I know, but it's what it is. And like, I'm, I'm really pleased that um, you already passed that state. Like since Monday, like it's nice seeing you again, being you. Because um, <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest, that was the worst I've seen you. So I was really, really like this one hit me hard I like know, this I one know. this injury like i've had you know i've had injuries like you know, i guess it's the element six of years the old. lockdown like, yeah i think it was like lock you know you have the lockdown you lose a whole year yeah like the years get a bit more precious when like you're one of like you know you're in you're in the you know older stages of your career if you're like you know if that happens at 22 like you lose a year it's like okay it's not the end of the world but like when you're a bit older mm. i think it's sort of the time to be more uh precious in your sporting like career so like i think it was like miss you know miss a year through lockdown come back like really fit really strong feeling good and then like it's a big setback yeah. so like this one like because normally i'm really good at like practicing what i preach with this like side of things like the mental strength like getting back on it, positives, and I must admit this one hit me harder than mm. I've had. I've had a couple of injuries that have been worse than this. Like, you know, but this, like, this one hit me pretty hard at the beginning, to be honest. But like, it's taken me a little bit longer to get the mindset back, but it's coming back now. So we're all good. We march on. <laughs> we march on. So yeah, I think like that's you know probably just to just to round off there i think um i'd say like you know just if, if you haven't you know, the, the whole the whole subject here is like you know obviously today we've talked more about injuries and my specific injury but like what we're talking about is like injuries slash external factors so like if there's that period like even you know where you can't train as much as you like because you're busy at work or because you've got like you know a family issue or something like that and you can't train as much as you normally can that can piss you off so like just you know using hopefully some of these things and again i'm not a trained psychologist it's just opinion but like maybe hopefully using some of these things we talked about today to like at least keep yourself in the gym a little bit so like again in my situation i could have six weeks off the gym and just be moody because i can't do quite what what i used to but that makes a bad situation worse um if you've got a bad situation gym wise because you're really really busy at work don't make it worse by like not going to the gym at all or not getting your steps in or, or not start eating or really eating really bad like for the period. exactly so like if you're used to training four times a week can you get in once a week exactly once a that week would make for 40 minutes mm. you know like squat deadlift push pull three sets of five for each get out like get you know uh, get you know keep your step count at like 70 percent of what it normally is not a zero do you know what i mean and like, it's like dominoes like yeah you start skipping the gym you're feeling shit you eat shit yeah. i eat and terribly then, for the first exactly. couple of days of this terribly. <laughs> and i was like 
Yeah, but then you don't yeah. want to be in that state, so just yeah. don't let it ruin all of it. Like, yes, have the crap food for those days, but then get back on it. Give yourself a day or two. Exactly. Like, yeah, eating absolutely terribly for like just, a couple of days. Just chip in that one day a week, rather instead of four, will yeah. still hopefully make you a bit more accountable to your diet and the choices. Um, like talking generic advice, like as we said, yeah. like if it's work, if it's not the injury, um, just just don't let it go all away like because obviously we we get through this a lot with members around um busy people busy people do something not nothing but like we never say oh just take take off like it just doesn't work like that like taking you know weeks off like you just can't stop training for six weeks and then yeah it's hard to come back you can get away with a week probably like yeah you know and then i'll say like it doesn't have to be at your usual level like just you know by doing something you know maintaining muscle mass maintaining strength maintaining aerobic base maintaining motivation um, i think like when people actually train in the group i think that gives them a lot as well um karen's example welcome back (laughs) yeah yeah um no just these little things that like you actually miss out on these things when you don't see these people and then you suddenly you know you hear how they improve how they're getting on how exciting it is what they preparing for like you cannot then feel like oh my god i missed this like can i make it work can i make it one day can i make it night you know yeah yeah so 100%, right. staying on top of things we all have the down the naps down yeah. the naps um 100 like cool. it's not always all sunshine, sunshine and, and rainbows <laughs> um yeah so cool yeah recap on the last body if you haven't watched it guys like say it's um you know more detail on like the physiological aspects of training around injury slash external factor so like what is the minimum dosage what can i do around it etc etc today obviously more psychological so like just allowing yourself that initial disappointment it's okay to be pissed off have that strong support network then just slowly get a bit of perspective okay life's tough setbacks happen think of the bigger picture set those uh, set those goals and um you know longer term goals and any shorter term goals what can i do today like can i move that arm a little bit more can i you know move get a bit more range in my knee you know just stay, take it day by day and go from there so hopefully that's been a help guys um and uh yeah hope you've enjoyed the podcast and we'll catch you soon